Welcome into Potty Pod Cinema. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy, and we're wrapping up part two and the final chapter uh, for our 2022 awards. We did mostly TV stuff last time. Now we're going to get into the movies, and um, th- this was a tough one. Like, if you listen to the last episode, we had a ton of nominees for a lot of categories, just because we struggled to say, well, this person deserves it just as much as this and i mean this has been it's been a good year with movies and tv um especially movies it's been a while just because with the pandemic 2020 everyone was holding on to stuff you know look at uh was it top gun maverick that was supposed to come out the summer of 2020 and it just came out this past summer uh for good reason because it was awesome but uh, all the money yeah would make all the money yeah and so it was a smart thing to do it's i think it's even nominated for best actor for the academy awards i mean granted they're kind of ridiculous i didn't think think it was was it not it's i thought it got nominated for something for academy awards but um but yeah so it's been kind of a, a a better television and lesser movies the last two years and so now you've kind of seen like a resurgence of that and even streaming movies have become a lot bigger so you don't even have to go to the theater which makes it more accessible so let's get right into the the categories uh first off is best action i understand why the oscars don't have this it's because they're worried that stuntmen are gonna keep trying to outdo each other or stunt people are gonna keep outdoing each other until people start dying and that's not good so i get why they don't have like best stunt and all that but people care far less about this show than they do the academy award so we're gonna add it um best action the candidates are black panther 2 uh top gun maverick prey bullet train uncharted terminalist and peacemaker um andy would you go with so this is gonna be a little bit of a surprise because i gotta say it, it was hard for me to define action yeah where, like Top Gun, I would say, was like my favorite movie from an action standpoint. But mm-hmm. as far as like the actual action itself, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the way they filmed the, the plane moving, <laughs> and it's a uh, basically recreation of the uh, uh, of Star Wars <laughs> of the end of Star Wars. So, it, I think for me, I it was between Bullet Train and Terminalist, and I went with Terminalist just because I'm going to be honest with you, I I just really love seeing the realistic style warfare yeah. of the navy seals and i thought that was just fascinating versus unrealistic action you know what i mean yeah. so so overall i just really loved the the action in terminal list yeah i, I don't know I, I don't have a problem with that i struggle with this one a lot too because yeah terminal list for the reasons you said for the like the more realistic stuff i thought it was great uncharted for the unrealistic but fun kind of stuff um, Peacemaker was silly but great. Prey was awesome just because we have not really seen that kind of yes, stuff before. Um, Top Gun Maverick, an amazing movie, but kind of like you said, it was a lot more fighter pilot planes and, and that kind of stuff. Um, Black Panther 2 was amazing, but I ended up going with Bullet Train. I thought the action in Bullet Train was just so much fun. Um, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't fault anybody for picking any of the other stuff. These were all really good nominees because we picked them. Uh, but yeah, Bullet Train and Terminalist, I have no issues with that. I just I, both were fantastic. And when the new season of Terminalist comes out, I will watch it. Uh, if they made another <laughs> Bullet Train, I think I would watch it. But I want more Orange and Tangerine. Um, and yeah, I think well, I mean for any of these movies, one of them was a sequel. I would watch more of it. So I don't have an issue with any of that. 
Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it was tough for me because Bullet Train was, I will admit, probably more exciting action. It, it was just it just came down to yeah to the, you know what it was? I think the action in Terminalist was more tense because it was real. Like that whole episode where he's on the run, but they have him basically on a GPS. You know what I mean? Like there's nowhere to go on that hill. I don't know if you remember that, but they're hunting him down and uh, with a team like right on his. He's in the hills. I'm trying to remember. He just oh he ran from being shot in the truck. And there's like a 30 minute scene of him just evading air cover, yeah. <laughs> seals on his tail, and all this stuff like working against him. And you're like, good God, how do you get out? Like it was so tense. Yeah. And uh, and using realistic, you know, weapons and what he has around him and all that. So that that just did it for me. But yeah, Dave, David Lynch, right? With yeah. uh, Bullet Train. I mean, everything he does is fantastic. Yeah. That dude. Uh, it, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, well, he was a stunt man, or, you know, stunt coordinator." I'm like, "So that's, like, that that's why it's so awesome." Yeah, it do- and it doesn't make mean he's going to be a more creative human being or anything. I mean, he's just he's better with this with what he's got. Yeah. You know, what I mean, using what he's got to make it exciting, and and uh, and he sets his movies up specifically to make the stunts work. It feels like you know, what I mean, like, like Bullet Train was clearly he's like, "How do I have all this fighting in a in a small area?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is going to be tense and exciting. And mm-hmm. it, it was basically the raid, but horizontal instead of vertical. Well, yeah. No, I, yeah, I loved it. I have no problem. Yeah. In Terminal List, I like going back and watching just certain scenes, like that one where they're in the rain and um, uh, what's his face is just going through with the shotgun. Like, that's just, you can just go back yeah, and just yeah, watch yeah. certain action scenes. And because a lot of the, like, the storyline stuff, it was necessary, uh, obviously. So it's not just action the whole time. But I love it because I can go back and just watch the action parts without the, you know, because I already know the context oh, yeah. and just enjoy it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. no, I have no problem with any of that. Uh, the next one's kind of an interesting one. So a lot of these categories, yes, it's movies, but there's also we, we lumped TV into this. Um, we'll get into more of the movie stuff later. But we also had best superhero movie just because I feel like it's it's hard because it should they, be its own category. Yeah, because it's there's some of our actions. Some of them are comedy some of them are drama um just to kind of go through the the nominees first to kind of let you know so there's black panther 2 uh thor love and thunder moon knight werewolf by night which was really kind of more of a drama she hulk miss marvel peacemaker and the batman um so you can kind of see it's there's some tv there's some i mean werewolf by night was just a one hour movie and right. you know, special you can presentation. Stream. Yeah, special presentation. <laughs> and so it, this kind of goes all over, but it's just what was your favorite superhero thing? And this one, this is another one where it was this was painful. There's so many that I could have given it to. Um, which one did you go with? So I'll be honest with you. I mean, in my opinion, Peacemaker sweeps the board on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Across the board on everything. Yeah. But I didn't want to just keep picking the same thing over and over and over. And I gotta say, um, as much as I loved Thor, Love, and Thunder, there were some problems with it. Sure. Um, I loved Moon Knight, but it was more the psychological aspect than, you know, everything else we typically keep them, you know, we we think of when we think superhero. Yeah. Black Panther 2 was just, I, I loved it so, 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 so much. And the fact that they were able to seamlessly pivot from, you know, the death of Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. to, to rewrite the story, but also introduce all of, uh, 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 underwater kingdom. <laughs> I forgot Atlantis, Jesus, yeah. uh, Atlantis and all that. I, uh, that was amazing. 
and it was just amazing. And the only the only issue I had with it was the sloppiness of uh, of the what are, what is the name of them? They're not Shield. Uh, oh, the uh, it's just the government Department thing, of uh, Damage Control. Are they damage control? I don't is think that they damage are. control? No, no, no. They're not damage. They're. It's I basically anti-shield because it's the, the Countess, whatever yeah. Julia Lee Dreyfus's character. So, well, she's going to prove to be yeah, but I think he's just like Department of Defense. Oh no, he's CIA. That's what he yeah, is. Yeah, he's CIA. He's CIA. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. They're CIA. So, um, so yeah, that was that was fascinating. You know, that that whole thing was fascinating. That was that part was a little sloppy, but it had to be because of the way they had to rewrite it. Yeah. But uh but overall, yeah, Black Panther 2 to me was my favorite thing that I saw. Yeah. I, be... And the shooting was gorgeous. Yeah. It, yeah, cuz they used the, a lot of the cameras from the um, Avatar 2 uh from right. them filming in water and uh, yeah, it they was kind of one upped it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. 3D not the 3D, IMAX. Not the not the 3D, but I mean yeah. the 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 way they filmed it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's one A and one B with the way they shot those things. They were both beautiful. I, I, Andy, I did the exact same thing. I, I had Peacemaker written down, and I kind of the same reason. I was like, man, I don't want to give it everything, but it kind of deserves everything. So I did Black Panther two, but I feel like kind of a. I don't feel like they. It Black Panther two deserves it, but yeah, I, I just loved Peacemaker so much for every like. It had everything. It had action. It had comedy. It had soul. Like it had a little bit of everything. No, and, you're right. I mean, it, it. And I think I was thinking more from an action standpoint when I picked this. Yeah. But I think as a as a writing as a whole. I mean, well, no, still, still. Ooh, it's just you know, one's a comedy, one's a one's a drama. So yeah. I guess I, I veered towards the drama. But I mean, like you said, there was tons of drama in Peacemaker. Tons of art. Yeah. Tons of everything. And. Uh, I don't think I've ever been more excited to see the next episode of something. Yeah. In twenty years, like it's just every time I was like, "Oh my god, we got a new Peacemaker today!" Yeah. Like it was Christmas. <laughs> I, I watched it from the opening credits on. Like there was no fast forwarding. Watched the whole no, thing. Oh no, God no, God yeah. no. And I mean, and I didn't care. There wasn't a single character where I'm like, I hope it's not an economos heavy episode. I'm like, I hope there is an economos yeah. heavy episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every one of them. I mean, to, and it's funny because knowing what we know about him and how well he writes everything that he's done so far. I mean, from Guardians through 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 Suicide Squad to Peacemaker, he's got an Amanda Waller series coming out. And I know, and my first initial reaction still was like, oh, I don't yeah. care about Amanda Waller that much. She's not that interesting, and she's it's gonna be too dark and. Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? That's just stupid of me because <laughs> it's gonna end up being fantastic, and we yeah. all know it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, let's get into some of the movie stuff. So right off the bat, best actor yes. in a movie drama. Uh, the nominees are Amber Midthunder for Prey, Viola Davis for Woman King, Austin Butler for Elvis, Alexander Skarsgård for The Northman, Mark Rylance for The Outfit, Colin Farrell for Banshees of Inishirin. Um This one was, again, this one was so tough for me. And like th- the problem is I go back because we, we wrote all these down. I wrote mine like uh, like last week. I feel like every week it kind of changes a little bit of like who I thought the best was. And yeah. I just uh, like I, I struggle between Amber Mid Thunder, Viola Davis, um, and Alexander Skarsgård, but man, Colin Farrell keeps coming up and and being See, good. I haven't seen that one, which oh. is the only reason I'm probably not picking him right now. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, it, it, he's phenomenal in it, but I went with Viola Davis for Woman King. 
I yeah, thought she was awesome. I, you know, I, I I've heard that. I haven't seen it, but then it's, um, it's worth. I heard it. so much. I heard so much kickback that's been coming out recently about that movie. Uh, what happened? basically that that movie's about to get canceled. <laughs> oh really? Uh, yeah, like Lupita Nyong'o refused to do the movie because she's like, no, no, they misrepresented all that. Like that's not how that happened, and that woman was still allowed the trade to the slave trade to happen for like forty more years. Uh, profiting oh. off it herself. Yeah. Like, they're like, no, 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 this was BS. And so, like, yeah. And people are, like, praising Lupita Nyong'o for being one of the few people to say, I'm not going to do that movie. That's ridiculous. You know? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen wow. it all, so I don't know how all, all that works. But, uh, apparently, yeah, she was just as bad. All right. <laughs> and, she, yeah. So, so I was like, oh, man. No, well, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to support a movie that's, like, you know, that's I don't know, making money off the slave side. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, I haven't seen it all, so I don't know what to say to it. But but yeah, that's I kind of the thing that, is she she shuts it down. She's like the king is. Yeah. Um, oh, what's his name from the Star Wars? Yeah, ones. from the Star War. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I can't uh, think of his name now. From Attack the Block. Yeah. Oh, damn it, that's driving me nuts. I'll, I'll look into it. God, I, I like gonna... the guy too. Yeah. I, oh well. Um. But yeah, I, I picked Mark Rylance. I, I, I knew you would. You loved that I, movie so much. He was really good in it. Well, I'll admit that the ending wasn't my favorite part. Yeah. But, but I did love him in that movie. Like the way he plays the part of the, you know, aw shucks, <laughs> just trying to get through life doing my job, staying away from the business of all these scary people. Yeah. So like clearly manipulating them to out you know to masterminding them and then finding out he was truly one again i just thought his his movement through it all was so perfect man um i i was really close to uh alexander skarsgård though yeah I know. Um, because he was so damn good in that movie yeah. but it just i don't know i i went back and forth because she plays more of just a growler yeah <laughs> and brutal part. i mean that's what you're supposed to play yeah but it was like like it just felt kind of on the nose for yeah. just a guy that physically massive and i don't know i i had a hard time picking him over the nuanced acting in the outfit you know what i mean so and, and amber mid thunder just want to say she was amazing yeah i just didn't think she was best actor worthy yet necessarily yeah. but i did think she was really really good um so yeah, is that, it, that's why I ended up going with Ryland. Is it too late to change one? No, because I think I want to change it to Colin Farrell. Yeah, don't blame me at all. Yeah, just maybe it's recency bias, but and that's the thing is I there's uh, this is a tough one because Austin Butler was also amazing as Elvis. Like there was no one bad in this; they were all great. Like it's. It's like which which is your favorite chocolate chip cookie? Well, I mean, I don't know chocolate chip cookie. They're all good. So I don't know. <laughs> this they one, all good. This, it, and it drives me nuts when I can't figure out one because like that's the whole point. Um, and I hate yeah. changing my mind halfway through a an award show. But yeah, yeah, they're all just so tough. Um, let's move on to best supporting actor for drama in a movie. Uh, the nominees are Angela Bassett, Black Panther 2, Colin Farrell, Batman, uh, Ki Huey Kwan, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Inisherin, Barry Q, The Banshees of Inisherin, Miles Teller, Top Gun Maverick. Although, I guess, is he supporting? Yes. Okay. Uh, Colin yeah, Farrell, 13 Lives, Viggo Mortensen, 13 Lives. Uh, 
Um, for this one, it's Angela Bassett for Black Panther 2. I mean, that's who I had. I, she was, she's like every scene that she's in, she owned it. Like there was, no one else was even basically in the scene with her. Like she, everything was all, like, all foc- like she was the focus of everything. You just wanted to keep watching more of her. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, it was, it was a very close one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't blame you. I mean, uh, I just, Colin Farrell's transformation was just so thorough that it was, I mean, to the point that they're making a whole series about him. Yeah. Uh, was just so mind blowing to me. I mean, the fact that on set, several people didn't know that was Colin Farrell. Yeah. On set, on the backstage. <laughs> like they were talking to him, you know, for a while. They're like, you hear Colin Farrell's going to be here? He's like, yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> and and there was all kinds of reports that that was really happening. Yeah. He was just having a lot of fun with the fact that everyone's kind of wondering what character he's going to play. And they're literally talking to him about it. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, just, and then, and then the way they showed him on screen, I mean, just the whole penguin like atmosphere of it. Yeah. The, uh, the gangster side of it, the the, the menace, the all of it, all of it was just fantastic. But but yeah, I, Angela Bassett had some huge moments in it. So like, I don't blame you at all. I mean, it was it was I was torn on this one big time. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I had to I had to acknowledge the fact that Colin Farrell beat out Colin Farrell for Thirteen Lives is impressive. <laughs> and I'll say this I'll say this much: if you see Thirteen Lives, because I don't think you've seen it yet, I right? have not. To believe that those are the same human beings is mind blowing. Yeah, I mean it's just. But a lot of that's the makeup department. That I mean, he did a great job. Don't get me no, wrong. You could his voice, his makeup, his mannerisms. I yeah. mean, it was all. It was. It was. There was a lot besides. You're right. The makeup was a huge part of it, but it wasn't all. I mean, there was so much to his transformation that was just nuts. And then, and then, uh, but yeah, in Thirteen Lives, he plays this. Uh, calculating like banker <laughs> who also dives in his free time you know and, and and the way he plays that movie it's just i don't know it's just you have to see it 13 lives yeah. i highly recommend everyone see all right it. I'll, I'll see that if you acting. see banshees of indishirin i very much plan on okay um, also forgot very q yeah off. yeah q? he's in it he he's in only it. in it for a little bit but he's phenomenal oh you know who we forgot to also put in here for banshees of indishirin is um Condit. Oh, by the way, uh, John Boyega was his name. Oh, yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just want to make a, a, a quick uh, observation. Did, yeah. did you get to see Colin Farrell's acceptance speech for Banshees of Inisherin? No. What did he... Was this for <laughs> Emmy or what was this for? Best actor for Golden Globes or what's the one where they all vote? Critics... I don't know. Critics' Choice? One yeah. Of, one of them. He won it and he is just funny. He, he goes up to thank Brennan Gleeson and then he, he looks over to a table to his right and he goes, and also, Barry, when you're invited to stay in someone's house during shooting for six months, it's considered bad taste to eat all their goddamn cereal. Oh, <laughs> 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 that, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he get like beat up or something at a bar outside of there? Yeah, uh, he got his he got rocked quite a bit. He yeah. got a little busy, and then uh, people didn't like uh, auti- uh, an, an artistic uh, guy like that uh, walking around. I don't think he was. He wasn't Ezra Miller by any means. They yeah. Just, you know, I think I'll, yeah, I think they considered it. Isn't he uh, gay? I think somebody considered a hate crime. That's Barry was, Q? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think, oh. I think there was some of that that went Oh, that's too bad. Um, yeah, yeah we, we forgot Carrie Condon and Banshees in this year. Well, I did because I, 
you haven't seen it, and I should have put her on there, but she was amazing too. It's just those four hmm. people. It's basically them, and it's it's really good. It's not what you think, though. It's funny. It's not what you think. Um, let's, I didn't know Carrie Condon was in it. Yeah, she plays oh, man. Colin Farrell's bro- uh, sister. All right then. Yeah, yeah, she's phenomenal too. Um, let's move on to best actor for a comedy movie. Uh, the nominees are John Hamm for Confess Fletch, which is, that might be one of my favorite comedies. Nick Cage, mm-hmm. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That might be one of my favorite comedies. Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. That might be one of my favorite Not comedies. Not a comedy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt, Bullet Train, um, which I don't know what you would count that as. I mean, it's an action movie, but it was very comical. Yeah, I, I was torn too with uh, Vengeance because I thought a little bit like should uh, main guy main guy from Vengeance what's his name from The oh, Office Ryan Ryan yeah, yeah I know uh, Novak anyway yeah I was I was thinking maybe he should uh, potentially be nominated for for best actor in a comedy but again I was like is it a comedy or was it his drama that i like yeah it's tough it's bj novak it's listed as a comedy mystery thriller those are the tags in um on imdb which is eh, i would say that's accurate yeah yeah i I feel like that should at least get a nomination but um for this one i had to go michelle yeah though again it was hard to call this one a comedy but um but I mean, there was like a. They had hot dog fingers, Andy. They had hot dog fingers. Yeah, I was about to say they did have a hot dog finger scene. So, uh, no, she her acting was unreal. Yeah. So that was, she's she's always been one of the best. Yeah. Um, she's still killing it. Um, yeah. No, no way it's anyone but her, in my opinion. Yeah. I, yeah, Even though I, I agree. love these all, all these movies. Yeah, because Nick Cage plays just an exaggerated Nick Cage. Nick John Hamm yeah. was great in it, but you know. It wasn't like the biggest acting thing. He was just really good. Brad Pitt was funny. Um, yeah, you could have put. All of you to assume that's a that's an exaggerated Nick Cage too. That's true. That's a good <laughs> you point. Hear Nick Cage plays an exaggerated yeah. Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah. No, I went Michelle Yeoh too. You and I were big fans of her before this, and um, mm-hmm. it was awesome that she that she's getting the due she's always deserved. She's been so good for so long in so many things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's nice that, like you said, she got to have a leading role in something that had so much heart. Like yeah. I, I was just glad to see it. Yeah, got to really showcase her. Yeah, no, I agree. I hope this leads to to more mainstream stuff for her because she's been phenomenal. Um, yeah. Let's move on to best supporting actor for a comedy movie. So uh, Boyd Holbrook for Vengeance. Pedro Pascal for Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Ki Huey Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and then we just included we we, we just included Peach and Tangerine for Bullet Train, uh, Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'm, we've never done where it's like two people, but I very much feel like this. You know, we're going to make an exception, and we make the rule. So yeah, we're putting Peach and Tangerine in as uh, the best supporting actors. Um, Who'd you go with? Make our own rules. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, first off, I got to say, these were some steam ceiling SOBs. They were. (laughs) All across the board. Like, it was just really great. Um, I went with uh, Peach and Tangerine. Yeah. Um, And and, and I want to say, like, uh, both equally amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember hearing something prior to the movie coming out, and Sandra Bullock was, was. talking on a, on a podcast or something and she said she was you know i've never she was i've known brad a long time brad pitt she was i've uh i've never seen someone just stand toe to toe with them and just 
carry a, carry a movie the way Aaron Taylor Johnson did. She's like, he just, she's like, he, he didn't shrink at all from Brad Pitt. You couldn't tell who was the leading man yeah. when the two of them were together. She's like, it just, I've never seen anyone do it to that degree. Yeah. And she's like, it was really, really crazy to see. Or not crazy, but really impressive to see. And so, and, and I, I went in with that in my head. You know how you and I always talk about you get your expectations built up and then it's hard to satisfy those expectations. But I went into that already hearing that and still was blown away by his performance. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is, this was really good. I'm impressed. So yeah, yeah. that was, I, I would pay any amount of money to see a spinoff movie prequel of those two. Yeah, I would too. hundred percent. I would love that. Cause you know, they got it. You know, they did that thing in Argentina. They, they did do that. Thing. <laughs> That's what I'm dying to see. Man. Yeah, I would, that would, be I would see that. Um, yeah, this one was a tough one because if you gave it to any of them, I'd be fine with. I went with Pedro Pascal and unbearable weight of massive talent. I thought he was because he was he was accidentally menacing in the beginning and then just so like lovably clumsy in the second half. And Clumsy, yeah. Is a good way to, yeah, and, yeah, and I mean, it's not. I mean, all these people are big time actors. Ki Hui Kwan, uh, haven't seen him in a long in anything in a while, but he was phenomenal. But the other ones, Boyd Holbrook is one of our favorites. Pedro Pascal is one of everybody's favorites, and then Brian Tamer Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson were just not only are they so solid apart, but together as a tandem, they were great. So yeah, I don't I, no issues with any of that. Uh, Agreed. The next category is ready for my close-up. So this is uh, a breakout actor or actress who um, we, you know, you haven't really, they're not a big name. Um, we, you and I may have known about them a little bit, but they're yeah. still not huge. And the the category, or the uh, nominees are Iman Vellani for Miss Marvel, uh, Dominique Thorne for Black Panther 2, um, Thuso Mabedu for a woman king and Amber Mid Thunder for Prey. Um, I this was these are a lot of good ones in it too. It's funny, it's all it's all women. I didn't even realize that till this one. Um, yeah, Amber Mid Thunder. You and I knew her in Legion, which she was great in, and that was the only thing that kind of made me not want to give it to her. But I was torn between two. And so I kind of just went with the other one with Iman Vellani in Miss Marvel because she was dynamite. She was so good. She And she had – everything was stacked against her. Like this is not a super popular character. Um, this is a controversial for no reason whatsoever because it was a Muslim character. So it got backlash before even anything ever came out. And she not only is a huge fan of Miss Marvel in real life, but – she, I mean, she killed it. She, she was in. I, I kept wanting to watch more and more of Miss Marvel. And before we were both thinking, like, I don't know if the, I'm not the target audience. I don't know if I'll do this, but it was fantastic. Yeah, I, exactly. And I mean, it, it's a very popular character, just not amongst white males. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I would say is the fair you know, enough. A, What's that? Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, which which watches a lot of the yeah the shows. Um, however. Um, yeah, I, I went with her as well. And, and like you said, not Amanda, Amber mid thunder. Like, I'm like, I feel like maybe she's kind of already broken out a little bit. Like she did one of those big shows that I don't watch like OC or, or gossip girl. One of those things. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Which is why I didn't know her. Um, love yeah, Legion. Either. uh, <laughs> you know, love her Legion. Uh, Dominic Thorne. Well, she was in Roswell. Good. Roswell. Oh, maybe she was even in hell or high water. I don't remember her in that, but. Yeah, okay. she's 
Yeah, she looks like she's been around for a little while. Yeah, and uh, Dominic Thorne was the only one that I'm like, that might be the one. Because yeah. I think she might be. And here's why. I think she's going to have more opportunity to be in big things. Like, she was really good, and obviously she has her own show coming out soon. So I think that'll help, you know, make her popular, and she'll get some... And she's hitting the age where um, she can do more, like, you know, between teen and adult type stuff. Um, so I think, realistically, I think she makes it the biggest here. I think Amon Vellani, though, was just so universally loved. Because, like I said, I mean... And you and I don't hide from it. Like, we were not excited about the show at all. Yeah. At all. Well, we didn't think we were the target audience, and that's fine. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, not everything needs to be for middle-aged white guys. That's the point, yeah. So we were like, it's not that, like, I'm not refusing to watch it because it's not me. You know, it was just like, you know, I'll give it a little shot because it's Marvel, but, like, this this isn't for me, right? And uh, we watched it, but she's so dang dynamic and lovable Mm -hmm. and energetic and passionate about the project and all this you're like well you can't not just fall in love with this kid like she's (laughs) you know what i mean she's calling kevin feige like arguing with him (laughs) like she like no no one else would call kevin feige (laughs) she's like but 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 this isn't you know and uh and he loves it only because no one else would do it but her like you're like she is She's playing herself on screen is what she's doing. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see her being more things. And, I mean, I'm just excited to see her reaction meeting Captain Marvel, both in the movies and in person. <laughs> like, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, 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 good for her. I, just, I hope she has more opportunity to do more things. You know what I mean? Like, there's just <laughs> there's not a huge call for, for young Muslim girl actors. <laughs> not yet uh, and that's not yeah not yet yeah so she may open the doors on a lot of things so yeah yeah i i, I wish the best all right yeah me too um let's move on to one this is guilty pleasures this is it's not good um but we just enjoyed it um and so it's it's not one that we come on here and we're like oh you gotta watch it you gotta see other thing it's just we enjoyed it but if you hated it totally get it um off the tar- top is uncharted um, the Lost City, Reacher, Lincoln Lawyer, and Terminal List. What'd you go with, Andy? So I have to say, I'm caveating this with the fact that I decided Tulsa King probably not a guilty pleasure because no. it's too popular now. Yeah, no, because you know? we tell people to watch it. Exactly. I would say Terminal List. Uh, you know, I was torn between that and Reacher because I know how much you hate Reacher, and I, I just wanted to get at you. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Lincoln Lawyer is a lot of fun too, in that it was very clearly a show that would have been on USA. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it, it wasn't trying to be anything more than what it was, but it was still enjoyable for what it was. So, but I think Terminal List altogether, and really, I don't know what made it a guilty pleasure so much as a lot of people hated it because they, for some weird reason, thought it was political, but it wasn't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't so, understand that either. I guess they thought it was like pro-military, but it was written by a Navy SEAL guy, and so. Uh, yeah, but like I'd... everybody's pro-military. <laughs> is there like are the Democrats anti-military? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it. Yeah, I think it was just promoting gun. I don't know. I think that's what it, the thing is. You hit like one or two people saying something about it, and it kind of rolls in it. I didn't think it was pro. I mean, no different yeah. than like. I think they're mad at Chris Pratt because of who his father-in-law is. Period. Yeah. Well, he's he's uh, apparently pretty. He's a Bible beater and pretty um, like conservative as well so maybe it was for that i don't i don't so know So stephen colbert and we're not canceling the dude like i, I just don't get it but 
<laughs> He's not conservative, oh, well. Colbert. Colbert's extremely Bible beater, is my point. Oh, okay. Oh, He's I didn't know very that. Very heavily, him. very proud of his church. Yeah, he talks about it and uh, and deal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I can't watch show. late night shows. Um, I went with Uncharted just because I played the video games. Um, in a, it, this was supposed to be in production for a long time. Um, what's his name? Marky Mark bought the rights and was going to play Nathan Drake. And if you've ever played the video game, you'll know that he is absolutely not Nathan Drake. Um, Nathan Drake was actually like, I, I, and I don't know if this is for sure, but this it's I know it's all thought of a lot, but it's very loosely, or very like not even that loosely um, used uh, Nathan Fillion as the model for Nathan Drake, and. So, a younger Nathan Fillion. <laughs> yeah. So so it, it, even even so much so that they made a fan uh, little short with Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake and J.K. Simmons as Sully. And I forget who else is in it, but like it was a pretty loaded short because they were trying to get this done. And that would have been perfect casting. That's who it should have been. But they decided to go younger with it because I think Marky Mark still wanted to be in the, the movie. Um, but Tom Holland did a great job as like that kind of cocky i mean he did a good job it, like some of the action's dumb like when they're falling out of the plane and they're still having the fight scene but like a lot of the stuff felt very pulled out of the video game like it felt like this felt like they wrote a video game and said well, let's do a movie with it and it just felt like that so i yeah I, I enjoyed it i hope they make another one i'll go see it the reason i thought it part of what i thought was the best thing they had in it was that uh Tati Gabrielle, who played Joe Braddock. Yo, she was, she was so awesome. menacing. Yeah. She was so menacing in that. Like, I would, I uh, just thought she absolutely stole that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where some of the trappings come from in making a video game ad- adaptation is that you feel you have to have video game action in it. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, but, but in this, I thought they, they got the tone right in this movie and they never hid from it. And I thought they did a really good job. So so overall, like yeah, I, I thought this was a really good movie too. I hope there's a sequel. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't blame you at all for this one. You've never played the video games, either, because you're an Xbox guy. You're not a PlayStation that's correct. player. Oh, that's you're such a fool. Come on over to PlayStation where it's good. Um, <laughs> it's too late. It's let's, too late for me. <laughs> let's move on. It's, it's like no, no. I'm sticking with Betamax. I think uh, I think I'm HD DVD is really going to work out. This Blu-ray is just a fad. Um, let's move on to scene stealers. So these are people that uh, may not have been in the movie a ton, but in the scenes that they were in, they they kind of they owned it. Like you you were just wanting more and more of them in the scenes. Uh, this yeah. is a tough one too. So Dominique Thorne from Wakanda Forever, Ashton Kutcher for Vengeance, Freddie Stroma for Peacemaker, Boyd Holbrook for Vengeance, Stephen Merchant for The Outlaws. And actually, this one I went between. Stephen Merchant, actually, I had him written down for a while. Boyd Holbrook and Freddie Stroma, and I ended up settling on Freddie Stroma. Not settling, but it, it's <laughs> just—I mean, out of how great everyone was, I ended up going with Freddie Stroma just because he—he he was so dynamite in it. Fair enough. Yeah, that—that that was my—that was mine too. Yeah. Freddie Stroma. Not only was he so amazing in it, like you said, he was the backup because they fired the guy that yeah. played his character first for being a bit of a D-back and um, a bit of a Donald Glover as I'm calling it now. Uh, And uh, yeah, he, um, he, he just, he nailed it and he was kind of 
it's weird. He's the psychopathic glue that held that show together. <laughs> <laughs> like, it really is. He, he his uh, it was the most unorthodox and fantastic friendship <laughs> in any of those shows that I've ever seen. And I mean, he, he the character shouldn't get his own series, but he's perfect for this. You yeah, know what I mean, it's a perfect one-two punch between the two of them, and and he sticks the character so well there's there's a scene that's just my favorite where um at the end of an episode it was like a post credits teaser and it's it's him and peacemaker in bed having had a threesome with the woman who was the witness and uh and there's they're they're having a, they're smoking a joint relaxing after all three been in bed having sex and the two of them like pass it and then they offer it to him he goes no in fact if this was six months ago I'd be shooting you on the head right now <laughs> smoking it and he's totally serious yeah <laughs> that's why I loved it, it was yeah just, oh it was so great he just he absolutely nailed that spot yeah yeah it, yeah it was the, one of the biggest struggles I had with this was not giving Peacemaker like almost everything just because it was so great. Well, how do you be a psychopath and be completely endearing at the same time? Yeah, I know, a likable psychopath. And that's that's what he did. He yeah. was just so endearing while being a complete psychopath. Yeah. Uh, like, we, like, Peacemaker can't do it. He's got to kill the kids. Oh, I'll kill the kids. Yeah. And he's whistling like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not killing these kids. You're like, good God. Yeah. No, that was, uh, that was fantastic. Yeah, I figured that'd be yours as well. Um, let's move on. We're starting to get into the juice stuff. Best villain. This is a huge category because there were so many good ones. Um, Tina Huerta for Wakanda Forever. Stephen Lang for Avatar 2. Khan O'Neill, Our Flag Means Death. Trammell Tillman, Severance. Ethan Hawke, Moon Knight. Jessica Biel, Candy. Anthony Starr, Homelander. Paul Walter Hauser, Blackbird. Tessa Thompson, Westworld. Denise Goh, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it, Andor. Kyle Soler, Andor. And then the duo again, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry as uh, Peach and Tangerine uh, for Bullet Train. Uh, Are you going to give it to Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry? I mean, I want to because they were the best actors. But, like, when it comes to best villain, uh, oh, man. I mean, like, Tess Thompson's up there. Yeah. Uh, She did such – I mean, just sitting on the human (laughs) chair was amazing. Uh, Anthony Starr's Homelander is always like he's always gonna any year that the boys comes out he's gonna be in the tops just because he's so min- he's one of the best totally villains. agree totally like agree. he's that one was, of the most iconic villains yeah I totally agree I, I think though I think the one that stole it for me this season um, was Trammell Tillman uh, I think uh, oh, his yeah. character in Severance just yeah Oh my God! The second you saw his smile, you're like, "Well, that's not a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a comfortable smile." Yeah. Uh, ooh, like that guy is, cr- and the way he would switch from you know throwing the ball around to the guys to just one menacing side eye look, bar- barely moving a muscle in his face, and you're like. <gasps> You messed up, man. Yeah, you, you done messed up. <laughs> from a melon party to the enforcer, so quick. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know why you messed up, but you messed up. Yeah, you did something wrong. Like, and that was the the best part of it was you're tiptoeing around. Like, I don't know why what I'm doing is wrong. Like, yeah. I don't even know why it's bad. You know what I mean? And, and yet, you know, don't do it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just I just thought he really stole it this year, and that was such a weird show. It but was so, so good with the way it wrapped up. Yeah, there, there's not. Yeah, there's not. Like, there's no 
weak points in that chain for that show. There's not, and and, and really on this whole list, I mean, yeah, Paul Walter Hauser Black and Blackbird, unbelievable, just phenomenal, yeah, and yeah, he's just so phenomenal, and so yeah, there was, oh man. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tena Cuerta was such a great find, like that nobody kind of knew about. And you know, yeah. he's talking about talking about uh, 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 somebody who's ready for his close up. It's that dude. Yeah, be seeing more to Tena Cuerta. Um, but yeah, for right now, I'm going Trammell Tillman just because I feel like he deserves some some due. Yeah, I wasn't sure about Tena Cuerta and ready for my close up just because he was in uh, Narcos. <laughs> Narcos, yeah. But he, I gave him, I got him for best villain. He was phenomenal in Wakanda Forever, which, by the way, just came out on streaming, I think, today. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. All right. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you have seen it, go watch it. Because um, that's, I think we'll probably end up watching that tonight. We we got also finished, we've, we've blown through like two seasons of Justified. I think we have the finale of the second season left. But it's been like a week oh, and a half awesome. and we've blown through two seasons. But yeah. Uh, she hasn't seen Wakanda forever, and I want to see it again. So we're gonna watch that. But yeah, I gave it to Tina Huerta. He he was unbelievable. But yeah, Trammell Tillman, like there's yeah, there's not one person on here where I, be I think it's a mistake. Yeah. yeah, they were all phenomenal. Um, now we're gonna go to the best ensemble. This is the best proven actors. Um, so people you know, uh, White Lotus, and that's the most recent season uh, with Aubrey Plaza in them. Uh, reboot, yep. which we just found out got canceled. Uh, it's a bummer. Mm. Severance, yep. Peacemaker, After Party, Andor, The Boys, Bullet Train, and Glass Onion. Um, I went with Glass Onion. Not sure Peacemaker was established actors, but that's fair. I see, I see, yeah, yeah. Fact, John like, Cena and you think he's an established actor? That's <laughs> I mean, but people know him. Best Moneyball cast is well. You know what? We also have him on the Best Moneyball cast. So yeah, Peacemaker should not have yeah, been on here. I would yeah, I would take that off. Yeah, yeah. nobody knew who half Freddie Stroma or yeah, the actor who was a uh, red. What's his name? <laughs> red. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, we'll take yeah. him out of there and put him on Moneyball cast in the next category. But um, I went with Glass Onion on this one. I feel like he could do it for not White Lotus last year. I, not so much the ensemble, but the, I did not care for this season of White Lotus that much. I thought the last two episodes were good. Other than that, I thought it was very boring. Um, the rest of it I loved. I loved After Party. Severance was amazing. But there were some kind yeah. of unknowns that came in there as well. I just went with Glass Onion. I, it just, I don't know if I could argue with you on any, like if you vote for any of the other ones, but that was the one for me. Yeah, for me it's Severance. Uh, yeah, yeah, hands down. I mean, uh, the reason is we said a second ago. It's so weird. <laughs> like it's, sh- I should have bounced at episode three. Yeah. I should. I mean, everything in me said, "Well, let's just go ahead and quit now," because um, this is the weirdest thing ever. And like when you're having to force yourself to watch ep four and ep five of a show. Not forced, that's a bad word. But when you're when you're moving forward with that four and five of a show and you still really don't know what the show's about, usually that's not a good thing. But the acting was so stellar. You're just on every word and every moment, every look from every character. Yeah. And it was it was you know, the only the only thing is I guess you can go right back to are these proven established actors, uh I mean John Turturro. John Turturro and, and Adam Scott. But uh uh I mean, but there's I guess, also I uh, Arquette is in there, mm-hmm. and yep. 
Let me see. Yeah, Roseanne, was it Roseanne Arquette? I always forget which. Yeah, Roseanne Arquette, <laughs> Dyson Lockman, yeah. who you're actually a big fan of, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Christopher Walken. That's right. There's a lot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought I thought that was great uh, all the way through. White Lotus, I would say, was close because I feel like in that case that the actors made the show a lot better than it was. Uh, I thought season two was really good, but I thought the actors made season yeah. two better than it was. I agree. Um, and I mean, Glass Onion was kind of along the same lines. Where I, I thought it was it a was, really good story. I thought it was. I thought it was a good story, but I thought if lesser actors had played these characters, it may not have been nearly as good. Well, that's why it's the best um, ensemble, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm good with either one of those. Okay, but I'll go seventh. Just. Spike you. Yeah, that doesn't spite me. I, yeah, I, I, I have no issue with that <laughs> one at all. Yeah, you could have given it to any of these. Um, and then next we have the best Moneyball cast. So this is mostly newcomers. And it, it gets kind of sticky here because kind of for the same reasons on the last one. So the bear. The bear is, I mean, you've got uh, Ebok Moss, but he's kind of been around. Olivia uh, Oliver Platt, he's, he's been around, but he didn't have a huge role. Um, Jeremy Allen, who was not... A newcomer, but he's really only been in one other thing. I think I've seen. Um, well, he, Moneyball is cheap. They're, they're, these are not necessarily expensive actors. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean the boys. You could even argue almost at this point, like these are not a whole bunch of actors that are getting other parts. You know what I mean? Like you haven't seen Quaid's son in anything else. You know what I mean? You haven't seen. Uh, first know, of all, um, what's his name? Even Anthony Starr. I've no, but one other show in his uh, what's his name? <laughs> Butcher's real name. Yeah, he's the only person. He's a treasure. Yeah, but he's the only person that show that's like getting other parts outside of that show. That's right. my point. But uh but yeah, no no, the bear, you're right. It's total moneyball cast. Jeremy Allen was in Shameless, but again, you don't see him in anything else. Peacemaker, John Cena does a couple movies, but they they really haven't been good. <laughs> but John now. Cena? Uh, yeah, I've John seen Cena. A lot of good stuff. Uh, you saying Blockers was a big hit? No, I went and saw that. That uh, was not good. But, but yeah, but I liked him. He had a small role in that Sisters. I thought was good. He was good in Trainwreck. He was good in Suicide Squad. Sisters was a bomb. I, uh, it doesn't matter. I still enjoyed it. That's fine. If it was a bomb, was a, they're 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 incorrect because it was enjoyable. Vacation <laughs> Friends was enjoyable. Yeah, that's the only one I would argue. Uh, but still, Bumblebee was a suck. big hit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you Bumblebee. I'll give you Bumblebee. He that, was that one, he was, was in Psych. He's Strange's brother-in-law. Stop it. Uh, now you're just now you're just ruining things. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, would you would go say, for Moneyball cast? I'm just I'm just scanning through just to make sure. But I know this one. I I'm torn because the I didn't get to see enough of the bear, but it was really good. From you what didn't I finish saw. it. No. Um, Apologize. Apologize to everybody. I will. Uh, and the outlaws I didn't love. Uh, ghosts I like, but it's not up there. So. I'm gonna have to say Peacemaker. I hate to say it, but yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday, I didn't love the cast top to bottom. Yeah, I she agree. was amazing. Yeah, almost everybody. Quinlan Christie there, was great. Yeah, I was gonna say almost everyone else there was was interchangeable, but yeah. Um, so Peacemaker, Freddie Stroma, Adebayo, uh, every everybody, everybody in in the series from top to bottom was fantastic. So yeah. I, I have to say the Peacemaker, but I'll admit only because I haven't finished the bear. Abbott Elementary was one I kind of struggled with too, just because that one is a lot of people I haven't seen before, and they're all so great. Now I do want to mention that uh, that woman in the bear uh, who plays his like protege, Io Edabiri. Yeah, 
she just signed on for a major role in the Thunderbolts. So awesome. it's undisclosed. Yeah. yeah. So good for her. Well, she I, won't be Moneyball for long. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's fantastic. Um, all right. Next is we got two more categories. The best movie for drama. And the category, the nominees are, see, we've got Vengeance in here for drama, but we have it on comedy. For, it's also in comedy. I'm taking it out of drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a tough idea. one to, to put in. So it Prey, really The Outfit, 13 Lives, The Northman, Avatar 2, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. Andy, what'd you do? I went Top Gun Maverick. Um, I, I could put Prey up there um, because Prey, one, was so unexpected. Two was such a well thought out premise from top to bottom uh, and, and that I mean, it was really close to Prey, but Top Gun could have been so bad. You know, it, Top Gun had the chance to ruin an all time classic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it didn't. It, it enhanced it, and uh, and it was it was gripping from beginning to end. It was a total blast. It was nostalgia. It was everything you want. And it reinvigorated the box office, which was dead since since COVID. So, for a million reasons, uh, I give it to Top Gun. Yeah. All right. Fair which enough. I've watched three times. See, <laughs> I've watched Prey three times, and that's why Me I've too. given Me it too. to Prey. Yeah. I, okay, I just good. I loved it so much. Yeah. The, again, like there was nothing. Top Gun was a phenomenal. I went and saw it in 4DX, and oh, was that awesome. Um, I think they should share it. They should have custody of this award. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Well, you gave it to Top Gun Maverick. I gave it to Prey. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. Top Gun well, Maverick. was amazing. For which one? For both of them, really. <clears throat> for Prey. Prey was phenomenal. And I'm hoping that they do. They just do it in different timelines now. And I'd be all right with that. The problem is it's going to get it's it's going to get diluted. I don't think you can improve on Prey. Yeah. No, no, no. In fact, well, the thing yeah. about it, the first one, since Arnold Schwarzenegger hasn't been approved since this one, and that one came out 40 years ago. Yeah, and, and I would say Predators had a great premise, though it didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but, it had but, some pacing issues, but overall, I enjoyed yeah, it. And since we're in this category, I think it's fair to talk about, you know, Prey, um, the director had thought about it all the way back when he was a kid. Was he's like, I, when he saw the first Predator, and he hadn't even seen it. He already went talking about it and understanding what the predator was. He was still too young to see it. But he's like, Indians are hunters. Like, they're the original hunters. Yeah. The best hunters, potentially, still. <laughs> and did it with lesser tools, you know. And he's like, that would be a fascinating thing to see. And so he had this movie in his head for 30 years and got to bring it to screen on a low budget, really, uh, for Hulu. And uh, it was the an all Probably Native American surprise. cast too. We boy, I tell you what, Prey could have gotten best ensemble. You know they filmed it we, in. It was it Navajo that they were speaking. Yeah, of? you could watch it either in the either in the English version or you can watch it in the Navajo version with English subtitles if you want. Yeah, I mean that's impressive, man. Yeah, I, 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 you just got to give them tip of that. That was that was impressive. Yeah. No, oh man, we really we really missed an opportunity there for best uh, Moneyball cast with. With prey, just because there wasn't well, there just wasn't much. There was like two people. <laughs> I mean, so they saved a lot of money. Yeah. And okay, good 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 call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they did exactly the thing. So moneyball actor. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, I give it to prey. I have no issues with that. I love that movie. I might go watch it again later. Um, oh, sorry. Last thing before we move on. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I, th- I think I read that her the actor who played her brother was working at Target a year earlier. Dakota Beavers. Yeah, yeah, I heard something yeah. about that. 
Yeah. I'm a Moneyball. They picked him up from Target. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, just wild. Uh, and last is best movie comedy. So the nominees are Confess Fletch, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Thor Love and Thunder, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Glass Onion, Violent Night, and Vengeance. Um, this one, I was torn... For just straight comedy, I was torn between two of them. Uh, Confess Fletch, which I've also watched, I think, about three times, yep. and Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which I've watched two times. Uh, I ended up going with Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I loved it so much. I went, th- I saw it in the theater, and I, I I was in from the very moment. I loved everything about it. Um, I don't know if you could do a sequel, but I just want those two to do no. stuff more. Yeah, you could do a sequel, but it was... That, that's what I also had for my best comedy. I, and it's funny, I was also torn between this and Confess Fletch. Um, but I think this was just such a hilarious premise, so well executed from, again, top to bottom. Every actor and, and even the uh, side actor throughout this movie was fantastic. Um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think I laughed through the entire thing. It was just, even the, uh, what was it, Paddington 2? Uh, scene was oh just, my god was that was so hilarious. great Sharon yeah. Horgan being the wife I mean I love Sharon uh, yeah, Horgan I absolutely loved everything about this movie and yeah but, uh, I'll probably watch this three more times yeah. in my lifetime uh, oh at least in my lifetime within yeah, the next yeah. 12 months I'll probably watch it three more times <laughs> but alright that is everything we have that is the end of part two of our award show um, we are going to try and do some more stuff but unfortunately Andy and I we are traveling a ton for work because this does not pay the bill. So we will get some more stuff out to you when we can. Uh, but until that time, catchphrase. What are your choice?